0: Robin. Robin drags the toes of her patent shoes along the wall. Just because she's small doesn't mean she should be dressed like a stupid little doll. Sarah's the one who likes to look shiny and neat. Sarah's the one who turns herself this way and that in the mirror and admires her golden hair like Rapunzel. Their mum and dad would love it if Robin acted more like Sarah. The thought of it fills Robin's mouth with sour spit. Robin! What? Don't spit on the floor, what's wrong with you? Robin scowls up at her mother. I had a bad taste, she says, and without thinking carries on scuffing her shoes along the wall. Robin, what the hell are you doing? Whoops. Nothing. Those are brand new, you naughty girl. Her mother stands with her hands on her hips, legs apart. With the sun behind her, her silhouette is sharp, but really her mum is quite soft. They're too shiny, Robin says, but she knows she's already lost the argument. Sarah stands to the side of her mother, affecting the same look of concerned dismay. Even though they've spent the whole day at school, Sarah's hair is still in perfect plaits. Her gingham summer dress is clean and she doesn't have an ominous line of black muck under her nails. Robin's own dark brown hair had burst out of its band before the first playtime. There's so much of it, the curls in a constant state of flux, that no hair bobble stands a chance. In a few years' time, Robin will have cut it off in sharp clumps with the kitchen scissors, but not yet. Robin and Sarah are still lumped together as one, the twins. But in reality, they could scarcely be more different. Blonde and brunette, tall and tiny, rigid and rowdy. When they were very little, their mother Angela, Angie, had done the usual twin thing, matching bonnets, dresses and shoes. But Sarah had been so much longer and acted so much older, almost from day one, that the coordinated clothes only highlighted how different they looked. There were even times, as had gone down in Marshall family folklore, that perfect strangers had argued that the girls could not possibly be twins. ''I should know,'' her mum would say with a pantomime sigh. ''I had to squeeze them both out.'' ''My little runt,'' Robin's dad Jack calls her as she sits by his side on the sofa.'' "'swinging her feet that are yet to reach the ground. "'Or when she spends long Sundays contentedly passing him bits of wood, "'nails or glue in the garage while he fixes something "'that her mum would prefer to just replace. "'I'm not made of money, Ange,' he says. "'Ain't that the truth,' she replies with another of her sighs for show. "'Robin and her sister have just started walking home "'from their first day of the new school term.' Their heads sag on their shoulders, lunchboxers rattling with sandwich crusts. Their talking fades into yawns and complaints. The first day back is always tiring after six weeks of playing and watching TV. They won't usually be collected by their mum. They're big girls now, turning nine next month. But this is a first day back treat. Robin has already been told off twice, so she can't wait to be left to trudge her own way back tomorrow albeit with her sister acting as nominated adult. Amazing the difference that 16 minutes can make. I'm the oldest, Sarah says all the time while Robin rolls her eyes. It would be different if I was taller. Robin frowns. Up ahead, there's a shiny black BMW parked partially on the pavement. It's hazard lights blinking on and off. The mums who have younger kids in buggies are huffing loudly as they exaggerate how hard it is to negotiate this intrusion to their paths. The driver's door springs open and a woman glides out. She has bouncy, shiny hair and wears an expensive-looking coat. "'I'm so sorry,' she says in the general direction of other mothers. "'I didn't know where to park.' As the women ignore her, the shiny, bouncy BMW mum sees someone and waves excitedly. It's the new boy from Robin and Sarah's class. He runs up to her, his backpack bobbing up and down. His hair must have gel on it because it doesn't move. He climbs into the front seat. The car eases off the pavement and whooshes away. almost.